baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories, um, and we'll get right into it again, still talking about Hurricane Ian, although I think this is the last day we actually have to, to do this, David. I think we're, we're fingers crossed. Up. Yeah, finally wrapping up on it. Um, you spoke to uh, the NBC 12 folks uh, in regards to what was expected down in Hampton Roads today. Um, what was expected? How bad was the flooding? Um, obviously, it gave us cool weather yet again, but what, what was the, the conditions down there were they expecting? So the the flooding, uh, like we talked about yesterday, not as much as was initially anticipated. Uh, you know, that was what they were saying uh, before the just before the flooding came in and they were right. Uh, it was only a foot or two in some areas. And so by this morning, uh, you know, the advisory had been lifted completely in a lot of uh, eastern regions like northern neck, kind of eastern peninsula area. But uh, it remains until 8 p.m. tonight in like the Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads area. Um, But again, not uh, not an enormous uh, amount, not a hugely problematic amount. Um, There was also kind of as a result of the winds that caused uh, that caused the flooding uh, a surf warning or uh, uh basically like there were four to ten foot waves in the virginia beach area this morning in the certain areas so people had to be on the lookout for that but you know here in richmond we got another cold day uh and this should be the last one until this weekend probably yeah I, from what i had heard from the weather folks it's supposed to warm up actually pretty nicely and be really nice thursday and friday and then all of a sudden we're looking at potentially like 30 degree mornings uh over the weekend yeah it's gonna over in like the more rural areas it's expected to get down to the high 30s in the mornings to the point where you know there's a a, a chance a not insignificant chance of a little frost for the the anyone out on the farm that's uh, could be a concern so yeah. Yep. So uh, again, it's, you know, we're all, we're getting into fall. We're into actual fall now. It's, you know, it's here. summer, summer is, uh, is actually over at this point, uh, but it's good. It's good that the flooding concerns down in Hampton Roads to not turn out to be, uh, you know, what they were originally, they were really talking about significant issues yesterday and schools were canceled. I don't think they canceled schools today, but uh, they were really concerned uh, yesterday, especially. And now, now it's turned out to be less of a concern, which is good. Uh, moving on, uh, you spoke to the Virginia Tourism Corporation today. It's good to see uh, apparently uh, things really started to turn around last year as compared to uh, during the uh, COVID pandemic. Yes. So in 2020, they said that uh, Virginia tourism revenue had uh, dropped by uh, almost 40 percent. I believe it was 39.7 percent. Um uh, for obvious reasons, you know, the pandemic took up most of the year and that was the worst of it. Uh, and so in 2021, they just released the numbers and 
we made, let's see, I'm trying to remember the exact numbers, but Virginia or tourists in Virginia were spending $69 million a day on average in Virginia last year, uh, which amounted to $25.2 billion uh, over the course of the year. Uh, so that represents an 87% rebound from 2019, from where we were before the pandemic. So the Virginia Tourism uh, Corporation, the VTC, they are you know, pretty, pretty heartened by this. Um, they were excited when I talked to them. Uh, and they're, look, they're saying 2022, it's looking like it might be uh, a full recovery, uh, if not maybe exceeding uh, 2019. So they were pretty, uh, pretty excited by the results uh, when they released those. Yeah. And, and to be clear, this was these are the 2021 numbers. And of course, COVID was still um, still around at that time. We hadn't gotten into Delta. I mean, we had Delta at, at some points, um, you know, and, and maybe some Omicron. No, Omicron was more this year, but but Delta at points. Um, so there were things weighing on people traveling yet still, you know, yeah, that big jump. So I think people finally and, just got out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what they were saying is, uh, you know, outdoor uh, recreation and like outdoor dining uh, were a huge, uh, like an overwhelming uh, segment of what drove the rebound. Uh, and as a result, you know, coastal areas and areas like Shenandoah and sort of the Southwest Virginia state parks were a, you know, a major driver in all of this. And a, a lot of it was actually just Virginians taking short little road trips within the state, uh, as opposed to people coming in, from outside or people leaving Virginia. Uh, and yeah, so that was, uh, you know, another important COVID was still playing a factor, but people were sort of finding ways to, uh, to be tourists within that. Yeah. And, 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 and deal with it and, and avoid it, or maybe in some cases not avoid it, but you know, you know, I did, well, what I mean is, you know, some people took that into account with their vacations. I imagine others did not. There's no, you know, one size fits all for, for people who were traveling. Um, but so, no, that's good news on the on the tourism front. And of course, you know, while they're spending that, that supports so many other industries. It's not just hotels. We're talking about, you know, people go into stores, people buy food. You know, it, 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 there, there's a lot of industries that are supported by them. They took a major hit in, in 2020. Yeah. So. It was also, you know, 70,000. Uh, tourism related jobs were eliminated in 2020 and the, the employment related to tourism is also on a massive upswing. Uh, so yeah, that's another factor is the, you know, tourism also, uh, it's a lot of people's livelihoods, like, in, you know, it's their job. So yeah. that has also been back on the upswing. Well, well, I'll tell you, you know, I spent, uh, I spent a couple of days this summer, not 2021, obviously this summer um, in Williamsburg, um, visiting Chloe and you, you, of course, went town to, I know well. yeah, with town, you know, well, from, from being from William and Mary. And I imagine during 2020, um, you know, it was probably in many respects, a ghost town, um, you know, from, from people, you know, people not traveling as much. And yet at the, you know, when I was there over the summer, the hotel was completely packed. So. Yeah. I yeah. Imagine- it was, it was still, I was there summer 2020 and it was, you know, campus was pretty, pretty empty. The Colonial Williamsburg being an outdoor place was still, uh, still pretty busy, but nothing compared to what it was this past summer. Yeah. 
So, so again, you know, again, it's good to see those those areas uh, turn around as well, and you know, help out those industries. Um, moving to a, uh, another story, this is an interesting story. I'll let you opine on it a little bit. Um, Henrico police are warning about Kias and Hondas being stolen, apparently because on TikTok they've shown how easy it is to hotwire the cars and and get away with it. Um, so apparently there's been 18 thefts in Henrico since August 9th of Kias and Hondas that use regular key fobs. Um, and that apparently, apparently it's easy to steal them with like a USB cord and a screwdriver from what I've read, just doing some quick, I, I have not looked at the, the TikToks. I am not going to tell you how to do it, but it's kind of weird that, you know, apparently these cars are being targeted because people are showing on TikTok how easy it is to steal these vehicles. Wow. Yeah. I had, I hadn't heard about that until today. Uh, I, that feels, uh, you know, like the logical progression of the TikTok tutorials, but it, that's, that, wow. 18 is a lot. Yeah. And that's just since August 9th. That's, that's 18 in two months. So large, large number. Um, they're, they're telling people to contact the dealership uh, to see if you can get that issue fixed. Also, um, to park in a garage, make sure you have the wheel, you know, like the wheel locks so people can't steal them uh, fairly easily. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently they're, and, and not only that, but apparently people aren't doing a really good job of hot wiring either because a lot of damage is done to the, the steering column when these thefts do occur. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a kind of strange deal. And it's only um, these Kias and Hondas that were manufactured between like 2010 and 2021. And they aren't the key fob ones because you need to be able to, my guess, use either the USB cord or the um, screwdriver to, you know, Jimmy, the, the, the starting mechanism. So it needs to be one of those where you use a regular key to start the vehicle. So, okay. Interesting. Again, I'm not an engineer and I haven't seen the TikTok, so I'm not telling you how to actually, you know, yeah. go ahead and yeah, I'm just rolling through the list of all the people I know who drive Kias for that period. Who I need to yeah. tell so, them to lock their cars. I, I do not. I drive a, a GMC terrain, but, um, I imagine, I imagine, well, no, I guess because it, it was a certain, it, it didn't have a, a certain anti-theft uh, device that apparently some other cars that have these locks uh, makes it more difficult to, to steal. So, um, but I don't have a key fob. I still, I'm still have not moved that far into, uh, to, to the 2020s to be able to have a key fob and, you know, the automatic start thing. So, yeah, I mean, Hey, my car is almost as old as I am. So, so you know, I think I'm safe in that front, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one final story, uh, the uh, health districts around here are pushing flu shots. Uh, they want people to go out and get flu uh, vaccinated for the flu. And of course, against uh, COVID, get the new COVID booster. They're recommending them now so that you get full immunity during the entire flu season, uh, which kind of starts now, but runs all the way into you know February and March. So they're asking people to go get their flu shots now and get the COVID shot, just get doubly protected. Um, and so if you haven't had your flu shot yet, they're recommending you go ahead and do that. So expect to see a lot of messaging on that in the near future as well. So, um, but that's basically it uh, for uh, the Tuesday edition of its news to us tomorrow. It'll just be Jeff Stapleton as both you and I are, uh, are off. You're off because it's your, your normal schedule. I am off uh, for religious reasons. Um, and uh, I will be back on Thursday, but Jeff Stapleton will be handling everything uh, 
uh, for tomorrow. So listen to him. And uh, until then, that's been It's News to Us. Again, Jeff will talk to you tomorrow. We'll see you the rest of the week. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 